fries and make cook his fat. Is dressed. Yeah, right. He's got a suit on. But for what? Well, he is on land. He's not a sailor today with his t-shirt. He's a. Here's the here's the alpha male again. Okay, now this is what I thought was the movie fart. Obviously, the boat they're getting yeah. rid of the smuggled goods by pouring it in the water. So he's taking a sample of the water because the ducks are drunk. He's going to bring it to the chemist straight away right. and get it analyzed, and they're going to find alcohol in it. I thought that was the movie fart. Like no, at but the, the end, that's going to. It pays off. I think it pays off absolutely. At the end, when they get the results, is the funniest thing I've seen. Now she's helping. Now don't help us. Funny, but it's not a payoff. You okay, he, oh, let's talk about it. So they're going to be stuck in court. Right? They're going to keep them in court all day while the town people drink the booze. And this is all on purpose. So they're going to talk dithery do. It's the old Southern judge who blathers on and on while Burt Reynolds drinks all the hooch. Uh, Jerry Reed. But he, uh, you get the results. They get a telegram and they open up the envelope and they pass it to the three bureaucrats, look at it. And then the audience finally gets to look at it. And it's the result of that water test. Yes. And it says 94% H2O, 1% sodium, 1% dithery do, and the last percent is alcohol. Yeah. Brand. Like it's so obvious that it was 100% alcohol. Okay, but you see, what happens to make a movie good in the end is expectation for the audience. So this movie sets us up. We've got to keep the bureaucrats occupied with the judge while we right. drink all the pooch, right? And yeah. that's exactly what the movie delivers us. That's exactly what happens. But when there's usually a movie fart, like the chemist report, and now he can hold up the chemist to the judge and say, this proves there's alcohol. And that leads to a final battle. They thought they were cool. Yeah, but the joke, the joke is they, they, they undercut it. They, it's corruption to the core, and they can't get away with it. The town is lying, flat-out lying to them. They're just gaslighting them, and that's the joke. the hatch open he's about to do it and then here comes the cop he's like oh about time we were just about yeah about time indeed i'm about to serve you papers yeah you are yeah. trespassing what but it was really close alpha dog almost got it yep
there's that nice scene in which she's like, are you really leaving? Yeah. This movie does not deliver a proper third act. Well, as soon as we have procured a slipway, a few stout losses, chain, tackle, 20 fathoms of good rope, all of which your Mr. Bainbridge has so obligingly agreed to provide, we are off. Furthermore, we shall be forsaking hard liquor until the frolic is afloat again. Edric. Yes, I do. You're sure you really want to go away? That is our declared intention. Uh, all right, here goes uh, Portery Green. I think Portery Green and the Abbeville Marsh are just two different areas, and that marsh is covered by the Liberty. I don't know. And I guess King they're all covered by the Charter, and there's their actor playing King Henry. Now, if this was an Adam Sandler movie, King Henry would be played by Rob Schneider. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And Arthur Fonzarelli would have been the captain. Yeah, I would have, and I would have seen it. Well, yeah, so they're celebrating. So King Henry's there. Henry, I mean, Henry the Third. 1200s, I guess. Uh, yeah, well, wait, they said like 500 years ago or something. What yeah, they said? maybe like 500 years ago. There's these the judge who we really haven't met yet. Yeah, it's weird how they introduce these characters. We, we hear about Mr. Bainbridge, and then suddenly we're involved in Mr. Bainbridge. Here we see the judge here in the parade, and then he's going to be the, the he's like, I like movies that have a third act new character. I know it's not good. I just kind of enjoy not that Hollywood rules, but it's so you know. It, it's it's ballsy. It's always ballsy to introduce a new character at the end of the movie. Yeah. See, the thing is, when you introduce your new characters, it's usually in the second act, and they're all characters to help the hero or be against the hero. When you introduce a character in the third act, the audience feels a little cheated, like it was tacked on. You know. That's just a... I always feel like that character needs to be like becomes the main character. Like he, his absence was the point. You know, like complements the movie. Like, you know, it's a funny scene. This scene. They're basically going to just uh, uh, what's it? Filibuster. Yeah, they're going to delay the judges while they drink the booze yeah. and get rid of the evidence. And what's funny about this is that oh, here here's the results coming in. I guess. Uh, no, the funny about it, these guys are like. No, not for a while. We won't get the chemist report for a while. The bureaucrats' faces on this is like they completely get what's going on. They're bureaucrats. They understand what bureaucratic hell they're stuck in. Yeah. And it's just like this resign, like they just yeah. can't get out of it. You know, they all know it's hooey. These guys, maybe not so much. Yeah. Reading the charges. Yeah, and there's Honor. Was she there as a reporter? Did she report it? Yes, but she's sneaking out now because she's probably going to tell them they're occupied. It's time to drink. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She came out and gave the signal. Honor. Yeah, so Richard Burton, like, he was in one of the worst, like, the Golden Turkey Awards. Uh, yeah called him the worst actor really? like 1980 1979 they listed uh exorcist to the the heretic 
as like the second worst movie following Plan 9 from Outer Space. He's in that famously. I went onto Amazon Prime. I typed in Richard Burton, and they have a movie called Obsession, a take on Lolita. It's about a schoolgirl falling in love with a six-year-old man, and it stars Richard Burton. Okay. Wow. From 1980. I was like, uh... But he's in plenty of bad movies. Oh, they're singing a little song. Yeah, let's hear it. Hey, you want to get fucked up? Henry III's like, you know I do. You know I do, because I'm not really Henry at all. I'm the Burger King uh, mascot. Yeah, that's right. Well, Richard Burton and like uh, Elizabeth Taylor, them, that documentary had some prime footage from 65, but they were just like a freak show. Remember Boom? We saw Boom. Yeah, right. Really good. But who is the director who's like, if, he did, if you don't like it, I, I don't even respect you. Who's that guy? He was oh. the director who did uh, the woman who is always in drag. Uh, not, well, John, it's a guy, Water, John Waters. Yeah, John Waters. You think of Divine. Polyester. And... Yeah. Oh, look, hey, we get odds. We get odds. There's a Maypole. There, Everybody's there over the house. Yeah, uh, you're right. Maypole, Maypole. But in the video from for safety dance, they have maypoles. Yeah, yeah. We all right. No, we. Yeah, got I got to write down for this episode to do the safety dance one. Sure. Oh, we song. just heard it. What do you mean you have to do? We just it started in the, the show. All right. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, safety dance. Like you can see, these bureaucrats are resigned. They know they got fucked over. Yeah, and it's like part of their bread and butter living, so they're. Al they're al uh, resigned to it. Yeah. So it's been an hour-long deliberation. Now, the thing is, the judge isn't really in on it. He doesn't oh. know he's supposed to be keeping them busy. Oh, I didn't realize that. I think he's... he should know. Yeah, he's... I thought he was intentionally doing it. Right. You just assume it. Yeah. Oh. Now the chemist report should come. Achoo! Whoa, I'm cured. Yeah, he's just battling on. You know, I guess what's up, uh, Doc? The the Ryan O'Neill uh, Barbara Streisand movie in San Francisco. Yeah. It ends. The third act has a judge, where they, they and he's crazy judge. He's uh, it's kind of a famous scene. Mm -hmm. And then I guess Dan Aykroyd, nothing but trouble. He plays the southern judge who. Uh, Right, he was a grotesque-looking. No, Southern now, Jersey. Now he's drinking the contraband. Now these drugs are fantastic. Look at them; they just can't wait. And then they're 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 all piling up. They won't let this guy on. Yeah. Oh no, that was the captain who pulled them down. But these drugs—they got to get them out of here. You had enough, buddy. I'm yeah. doing it for the liberty. Not for all right for the liberty. Look at this guy. Who the fuck is this guy? Came out of the Thin Man. Uh, well, they must contend. What's so? What is he eating? A, like an Altoid? <laughs> yeah, I, I saw that too. It was almost like he had snuff or Maybe tobacco snow. chew. Here's a chemist uh, report. 
chemistry is great. There's something right. important that comes in. He gets it. He gives it to this person. We wait as the audience for him to open it. He's so resigned. It's just funny to him, right? That's the personality quirk of this guy. They're blathering on. It's to the second one. We want to know what's in this letter. It's just, just so well done. He looked at it. Here we go. Look at that. 1% alcohol. 96% W2O. Now look at the smile. give a shout out to Henry III for getting lifted off a boat onto a horse. That's a great stunt. Well, I guess you were... I don't like about the movie is that they'll now do that to our heroine. They already did that gag. I know, and it doesn't look like she's in... She looks like she's in pain when they do it. Yeah. You know, yeah. I guess I guess you're right. Carl, all right. So they say it's 90... It's full of alcohol. They're like, wait a minute, we gotta go to the resort. And they go, and then they have the whole wild goose chase, our pickled duck chase with that one bottle left where they throw right. it to everybody and that would be it. They still get to it. I don't know. I think as a farce, they have to say this is the way the world works. It, if it's a coincidence, it must be a miracle yeah. and that this is how the things work and, and uh, they're resigned to it. I don't know. Yeah. All right. I, I don't know. I thought it was clever, uh, but, but you're right. Okay. God damn it. Yeah, it's clever. I, I didn't say it wasn't. It is. Now, listen, at the end, they... The judge lets him go. He says, we're reducing the charges to a something obstruction, right? And they don't have to serve any time. They don't have to pay a fine. I kind of didn't get that. I also, why can't she drink? I know. Is... Why does he not like it? Because, oh, there she goes. All right. Upskirts, guys. Get your cameras. Arg. To the top of the sale. These guys are chugging away. They had an extra bottle. They could have just given it the honor. Drunk kid. They were gone for two hours, three hours, and now it's just total chaos to town. We have won the bottle, and we're missing one person that I kicked off the boat. What are we supposed to do with this bottle? If, if she was there. Oh, this is so cute. See, now they're like out on a date. Holly's so funny. He shoots a gun, and then he says, yeah, the gun's no good. He goes, I yeah, thought you would it. say that. Here's a, take another gun. But she's great with her little uh, vanity mirror. Yes. Yeah. It does look like it hurts her as an actress. Yeah, and it's just a shitty thing for him to do. She was trying to drink the last bottle, basically. He won't let her, and now they're stuck with the one last bottle. Right. Now, this is kind of a movie fart. This is kind of what I was talking about. Yeah. But, this is all in one take when they're throwing that bottle around. Look how they're kissing. Did you see them kiss? 
I, guess. I never saw that before. Does that mean they're a couple? Maybe. I didn't realize they were kissing. Look, she's so great. He ate one of those scruffy bear. Cute. Now it's Polly's turn. So they're chasing the bottle. Right. Which has gone in. Oh, here, the Andrea Amash. That's where they're from. So the boat must have gone next door to Pony Green. Little hams. All right, ham it up for the last bit of the movie. Of the now singers. La, 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 la. Guy? Which one? Oh, there he is. Yeah, there he, he is. Was at, he was at the fortune teller. <laughs> <laughs> he was. Uh, now he doesn't do he doesn't realize this, but he saves the day. Now check yeah, out Polly. It's the ass scratcher. She's so great. She scratches her ass and then when it's her turn to shoot, she shoots it off the vanity mirror. And she shoots the one last bottle. <laughs> oh, thank God. He didn't realize it would happen. Like the bureaucrats are laughing at this. <laughs> well, they're not. They're defeated. And he's well, like, they... these people don't deserve to be governed. I know, I love it. The marsh will rise again. Woo, free Whopper Day. Thank you, King. <laughs> new chicken fries. Yo, new chicken. Dainty teas. So now they're back to teas. There's the boat. Landlocked. So her hand is around his back. They are now a couple, I guess. And they're holding oh, court. So let's become... Somehow I missed this. The boat has become the cafe. Right. And the boat's been a lot a lot larger, too. They have a dance floor. There's uh, I don't know if he's a famous player, but there's Liberace. No, no, it's not Liberace. It's yeah, the captain. Liberace. It is the captain. And no alcohol is served. <laughs> and then the last line says, the end. Yay. Oh, what's the captain? Yeah, the boat looks a lot bigger. So him and Polly, they, they stay on land. Her dream comes true. Captain Cyril Biddle. Carl, what do you think of this movie? I enjoyed the movie. I think it could have ended better, as you know. I've right. argued for the we whole movie. argued for the whole movie. But, but um, it was good. It was good. I think that um, they had a great actor in Richard Burton, and I don't think they knew it at this early time in his career. Um, I think he could have really done something with this film if he had. I mean, he wasn't on the boat. He doesn't have the romance. But um, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I really like this movie, I have to say. like, And again, I have to say, I, I don't know. I, th I thought, like, as a farce, it was really good. But it was just kind of fast, and all the characters were funny. Like, they uh, they really put some effort into it. And I never even seen that Richard uh, Livery guy, so kudos. Good job, dude. Well, uh, next week, Carl, we are going to watch uh, The Great Gabbo. I bet you there's no trailer. Let's see, maybe. Uh, this is from 1929, so there probably is no trailer. I'm typing it in with my PlayStation 4. Uh, the Grat Gabo. It's funny. This was a, a Simpsons episode where the Great Gabo shows up and becomes more popular in Crusty the Clown. It is based on this movie, so I've heard about this uh, character from The Simpsons. There isn't a trailer, but they have the lollipop song. Well, you know, we should close on a different song, Carl. 
Oh, right. You're going to sing it. We'll skip the trailer this week. Okay, so let me go. So this is like 12 Days of Christmas. But instead of five golden rings, they do uh, three. Three is the number that they do. So let me find it. Pretty sure I wrote it. Are you going to karaoke it? Let me see if I have. Uh, yeah, I could. It searched for a thousand ships. No, this is uh. All right, I sing you one o oh, green grow the rushes o oh, what is your one o? Oh. Uh, one is one and all alone and ever more shall be so. So we keep going and then, uh. What is two of so here we go. I'm gonna sing the final lyric. I'll sing you twelve oh green grow the rushes oh what is your twelve oh twelve for the twelve apostles, eleven for the eleven who went to heaven, and ten oh. for the ten commandments, nine for the nine bright shiners, eight for the April rainers, seven for the seven stars in the sky, six for the proud walkers, five for the symbols at your door. Four for the gospel makers, three, three, the rivals, what? two, two, lily white boys, all clothes in green, oh, one and one and all alone, and evermore shall be so. Merry Christmas, Carl. Merry Christmas. Interesting how they're lily white boys. R.E.M.'s green boy rushes. Yeah, this is the five symbols oh, on your door. Oh. I know this song. It's not the folk song, right? It's different. No, it's not. Oh, they're being postmodern. Damn you, stipend. Rapid eye movement. Stipend. That's so much Michael, money he gets. Yeah, he doesn't get residuals from his songs. He gets a stipend. Good one. Well, if you enjoyed that good one, hold your breath of seven days. We will be back uh, in your inbox, in your YouTube notifications, in your podcast queue. And, of course, here on Mutiny Radio, we'll be back streaming first, 2 p.m. on a Sunday. Uh, Carl, people can check out Carl at carlsucks.com. Is carls.sucks work? And you can check me out at Spiegelmania, I guess, uh, here on the Twitter. Uh, Carl, this was a lot of fun. Thank you yes. so much. I never knew how the sausage was made until the switcheroo. Now I see all the effort you put in and uh, wouldn't wish that on you. Hey, I should mention. Before, I think your your best one was the Elvis film. Yeah. And you did a pretty good job with, um, hey, Vern, uh, Ernest Steals Christmas or whatever it was. Oh, and then Abbott Costello. Yeah, you did a good job with that one yeah. too. I did you right. do a good job with uh, Kill Killdozer. Yes, I'll never hear but that. Other than that, you're doing great switcheroos. Mention Killdozer, and I'll mention the funny joke at the end of Greengrass, the rushes, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, well, so we're come back to check us out. We'll be watching a 1929 movie, The Great Gabbo, yeah. uh, about a ventriloquist who goes crazy. Uh, so hold your breath, check it out, and we'll be back next week. We'll see you then. Take care. L-L-W-A-A-L-L-M-O-Y-T-L-W-A-L-L-M-O-Y-T-L-W-A-L-L-M-O-Y-T-L-W-A-L-L-M-O-Y-T-L-W-A-L-L-M-O-Y-T-L
Welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hey, Carl. Hey, Mike. How you doing? Hey, man. Face the right way the first time this time. That's how you know it's going to be a good episode. I concur. Guy on my left. Um, <laughs> we are also on... I should say we are right now streaming first on mutinyradio.fm. What a fantastic internet radio station coming out of the Mission District of San Francisco. We have been on the air since 2016. You can listen to us first every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We watch a full-length movie on YouTube with you. Let us watch. We're going to have you listen to our podcast and watch a movie on YouTube at the same time. We're also a podcast. You have to find us by the acronym mentioned up front. L L W A L M O Y T stands for the two words YouTube. And you could also go to we're also right now on YouTube itself. How Popple eat itself. One word website, YouTube. The two word website, the words being you and tube. Um, go ahead. You can f go subscribe to us, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. And you know, Carl, we've been on the air for several years. Do us a favor. Go to iTunes. Just give us a review. Yeah. There, I said it. I said it. After seven years, I finally said it. Carl, what is the movie this week? 
Well, that's actually what I'm going to ask you, Head of the Family 1996. Michael, what is the movie this week? It's Head of the Family from 1996. Carl, oh. I feel like our world is upside down. Normally, you research and watch a movie, and then I come in cold. But this episode... This is like a switcheroo. Yeah. It's like you're over here now. All right, we're going to... Milk as much mileage. Milk as milk as much as we can out of this video. <laughs> think. This is okay, a switcheroo you know, episode. Said, you go to YouTube search engine, you you put in the head no, just head of the family. No the yes. 1996. That's correct. This is What's a movie directed channel? by Charles Pan, and his production company, Full Moon Features, is hosting this movie. So Full this Moon is an official. Themselves? Yeah, they're this this is they're officially giving this movie away for free. I'll bit I'll be it edited, but don't worry. Plenty by the way, can I just give a content warning up front? Full uh, frontal yeah. nudity. Full frontal nudity. Thank you for warning us. <laughs> and there's some gore and there's a scummy boyfriend, but for the most part, full frontal nudity. And some no. some some mad scientist, if you if that kind of upsets you, which I was uh, rattled. Anyway, fine. Head of the family, nineteen ninety six, full Mike, moon features. That's yes. a lot of information to digest. It's, so now it's a chore. No, it's not a chore because what Mike has done is he's gone and double down invested in the quality of this film, this uh, this episode by getting an interview with a celebrity, not comedian. He, I would call him a comedian if you oh, think celebrity uh, comedian countdown. He's an NPR humorist. How about that? Ah, ah. <laughs> so look, take it away, Mike. Hello, hey, welcome to a special switcheroo edition of comedian celebrity comedian countdown. Uh, here with your host Mike Spiegelman and our special guest Adam Felber. Welcome, Adam. Great to have you here on LWAFLMOIT. It is a pleasure to be here. Wow, and that crowd is that crowd is pumped. Red hot. You know what? Normally Carl does these interviews and he has like some kind of crowd noise. I just wanted to trump him up front, provide our own crowd noise. Adam Felber, great to have you here. Adam is a you probably recognize Adam from NPR's Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, who oh, is yeah. I can't believe I get to say this a panelist on the show uh, <laughs> yeah, i am yes one of the great 20th century jobs keeping it alive being a panelist i love it i love uh, it you too. Guys... it's the easiest job in show business oh no you've been doing it every week it's great it always well not every week but but uh, you know they rotate us in and out but boy you just go in you make jokes you leave love it and you can also hear adam and uh wait wait don't tell me regular paula poundstone with their own podcast uh, nobody listens to Paula Poundstone, and you have something. Uh, we'll talk about it later. Called Dad Band, Dad Bandland. So Dad Bandland. Yes, yes, I do. We'll, <laughs> let's save that for last. Okay. You wrote. I couldn't believe this. Now Adam and I know each other. Adam is good friends of my brother Adam Spiegelman. Also, Adam, Adam. Spiegelman is a god among this show. He created the podcast Proudly Resents, the cult movie podcast, which this show is based on, uh, and we've had him as guests most recently for Come and Get It. So we were all gathered together, and I did not realize this, Adam, that you co-wrote the memoirs for filmmaker Charlie Ban. I did. I did. That was my uh, my uh, pandemic job. 
I, oh my I, god! I hadn't written a book in a while, but my book agent got in touch with me and said this project might interest you. And boy, was he right! It was fantastic. You know, the premise of our, of our podcast is that we—I've always read about movies and directors, but I've never seen had access to their films until YouTube came out, and now I can watch it. I did a classic. I read your book first, and then I saw his movies. Oh so, wow! Yeah, I had no idea. Like I've always heard of uh, Full Moon Productions, and I've always heard of the the long ongoing Puppet Master series, but I had no idea who this young guy was, and I didn't realize how influential he was in the '80s. Holy shit! So the guy is Charlie Band is his name, and. I got to ask you, Adam, up front, I didn't realize, like, in the spirit of Stan Lee, in the spirit of just 20th century showmanship, this guy's a genuine showmanship. How was it to write the memoirs to a guy who's a showman? It was such a trip. And he's such a showman that um, I also thought he was a liar. I think when I, when I first took a meeting with him, he just started unspooling this this spiel. Uh, not... not, not uh, Spiegel, Spiel, uh, he was saying, oh, uh, my dad discovered Marilyn Monroe, so she was my first babysitter, and my granddad was uh, a famous artist, friends with Chagall in Paris, but he was in the White House carving a bust or sculpting a bust of FDR when the Nazis took Paris, and so his new friend FDR settled him in Hollywood, and, and it just went on and on, and he said, I gave Demi Moore her first movie, starring role and I gave Helen Hunter for a starring role and I accidentally bought the biggest castle in Umbria in Italy and I, I, I bought Dino De Laurentiis' movie studio as south of Rome for no money down and ran it until it was taken from me after three years. Like, this endless spiel. And he was and right. All of, all of it turned out to be true. I agreed to the book before I knew it was all true, but right. it was all true. It's just amazing amazing guy who his, can his grandfather was story. max band the parisian uh artist who he, i've always heard but i i've never really connected you know him to anything yeah. and then also his son we should mention is the lead singer of the calling uh one his of his son sons. is the lead singer of the calling his his dad was john ford's ad on um concrete jungle asphalt jungle, whatever that movie was um that's the most remarkable uh, and he did discover Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. And Marilyn we, did live here in my neighborhood. And uh, I found as out. As his babysitter. You know, babysat him yeah. when he was one. He, it's also a story of Los Angeles. Like, he really loves Los Angeles. And at one point owned 31 properties in, yeah. around the area. Insane. He compulsively you, collected properties. One of them is very well known. If you ever watch the... Um, the uh, first season of or first three seasons of Entourage, the giant mansion that the guys rent, that's the that's the Toberman estate, which abuts uh, uh, that park near Griffith Park, uh, Runyon Canyon. Yeah, and that estate was owned by Charlie for for several years. His I want to talk to you about Empire Pictures, Meta Arts, and the fact the man created 3D movies, recreated it in the 80s. <laughs> yeah. Where do you want to start? There's a lot there. Okay, let's start from the begin. Let's start from what I want to t uh, talk about. Wizard Video Games in 1985 licensed <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre for the 2600. Yeah, Charlie was Charlie takes, you know, he's not shy about saying that he invented a lot. In video yes, games, I... he um 
he got the idea in the late 70s, I think, that, that um, video games were going to be a thing not just for kids but for adults. And with that in mind, he licensed Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Halloween. And he licensed them for, like, no money at all. John Carpenter was his buddy. That was easy. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I mean, he was already in the business of licensing movies. And the conventional wisdom was that you can't make a video game for adults. Um, and, and there was no market for it. So... For very little money, he made a Halloween video game and a Texas Chainsaw Massacre video game, and everybody else turned out to be right. There was no market for games for adults at that time. <laughs> it was a video game bust. It was a bust. Out. They had to sell it. You know, they had to keep it behind the counter and sell it in brown paper bags. And uh, it was, you know, parents wanted to ban it, and uh, they sold zero copies, basically. Oh my God. Yeah, no, well, now it's like a it's a treasure chest. I mean, if you could yeah. find a copy of that, it's worth so much. Like, and it's one of those hollowed stories. It's funny because I was listening. I listened to the audiobook, so I heard him in full effect. And he said, I created the most notorious video game. And I said, oh, please don't let it be Hunter's Revenge, Custer's Revenge. Right, right? no. Please don't let no. it be the, the cum-eating one. So I, I told was him really... about Custer's Revenge, though. I did. He he's kind of a classy guy. Like I really, I saw Crash as one of his early '70s films. Yeah, we head of the family. We're going to watch in a couple of minutes, and then I watched uh, Evil Bong Eight, which was an <laughs> hour long from 2022. I was on all... set for that. I visited him on set. Okay, so why don't we just close? Tell me what it's like being on the set of a Charlie Band production. Well, there's um. There's a lot of good feeling. Everybody's in a good mood. I mean, it, it's a, it's a, it, they're real sets. I mean, they, there's all the personnel that you'd want. There's the sound people and the lights people. And it, it's not, it's not a completely cheapo production, even though he's made over 350 movies now. Oh my God. Um, yeah. There is nudity on set. If you, <laughs> spoiler alert, he, there are. But it was, it was great nudity. Uh, and by the way, they're at a restaurant for the entire hour and nobody stands. So you get great quality nudity sitting. Wait, above the waist nudity, yes. Above I, the waist nudity. I, I was on that set and it was, um, for these days, he's got this bright idea that like some of his, uh, the roles should be influencers that he finds on Instagram because it's a mutually beneficial relationship. The Instagrams, in, the, the IG personalities, the influencers brag about being in his movie. He gets their audience to see his movie. So those three women played themselves. They're all influencers. Yes. Well, I'll be. Because the rest <laughs> of the people, like, it stands. He has this great, like, Stanley Marvel vision of, of crossovers and having his own editorial video. Uh, and so it's, it's, it's a new world for me. So I went blind. I met the Tiger King in that hour. Yep. <laughs> Did you talk to the Tiger King? I talked to everybody on set. He was super influenced as a kid by Marvel Comics. Just And he wanted to create, when he first pitched the idea of Universal uh, in the mid-'80s, um, uh, uh, putting his movies out straight to video, he was pitching the idea of an extended universe. He thought that was where, where it was at, that he would have crossovers and have these IPs that would continue forever. And we should mention, he went bust like three times. Went right. com almost completely broke three times and then reinvented himself. And the smartest thing I think he ever did was the last time he went bust in the early 2000s when he went bust again because it was between that and his intellectual property. And he wanted to keep the Evil Bong movies, the Puppet Master movies. He wanted to keep all his properties because he was like, I'll be back. And he was right. 
He was absolutely right. And now we should mention, yeah. go to Tubi TV. There's a really good full moon entertainment channel there. There's ads, but they have the most recent. They have like 40, 50 years worth of entertainment there. Including it's Charlie, amazing. his his father, who directed, co-directed. Yeah, that's one thing. Ghoulies too. I did not realize it was an indoor set. They had a giant carnival. That's nuts. We're that was when he had three. Dino De Laurentiis' movie studio. Dino went belly up, kind of fled to America, although he never he didn't describe it that way. And yeah. uh, through some shady bank deal, gave the studio to Charlie. He had these six sound stages, and he was flourishing. Like the Puppet Master movies were rocking and rolling. So for making Ghoulies 2, he and his dad built a carnival inside a soundstage. Oh, unreal. Unbelievable. And then, of yeah. course, Troll, I should mention... Great movies, and he mentions he doesn't have the rights to those films. Those are MGM or somebody. Like, yeah, there's a they... few of his movies. You know, people people denigrate his movies, but they, people also watch his movies. So there's a there's a handful of them, including the ones for kids like Prehysteria, that he hasn't necessarily gotten all the rights back to yet. He would love uh, to get Troll back, but he doesn't have it yet. Right, and he did a lot of good kids' movie. I don't know. I honestly, at the end of the day, his stories are really about stories. The mysteries of these, uh, you know, even Crash was about a magic ed, uh, amulet that that causes chaos, and it's always about that unknown. And I, I yeah. think it's really, like, you know, he is exploitative. But you know, Adam, the definition of his exploitation is really interesting. It's something people really want to see, like the the yeah. Corona Zombies movie. Oh yeah, at the beginning of, of the day I met him, he was wrapping production on. The, the the movie that he was shooting right before the the lockdown for the pandemic and the movie was called Corona Zombies and it was basically <laughs> a what if this this coronavirus was actually a zombie virus and it was it was really fun to to watch that movie and but yeah his definition of an exploitation movie is what the classic the Roger Corman's of the world how they define it it's not you're not exploiting the people like a black exploitation movie doesn't exploit um black people so much as it exploits the fact that people want to see those movies in those conditions right now. Yeah. It exploits oh, yeah. It, cultural moments, not the people making them. Yeah. And I thought that was a much solid, because there's a lot of like pioneers, like just the way he figured out home video and stuff like that. Other pioneers like that, they're really nasty people or their, their movies after a while get grind down on you. And I didn't really have that vibe with him. And, and no, so... he's relentlessly positive, even in the grossest movies. And you're about to watch by the way, uh, head of the family, right? Yes. When I asked Charlie in one of our first interviews, because we spent the pandemic talking on the phone and I recorded everything, um, when I asked him what his favorite movie was he ever made, that was his first answer. Well, that was the first movie listed. It was classic Mike Spiegel. And I'm like, I have to read about this movie before I see it. But yeah, that was the first one. And I, I have all that information from the book that I will tell Carl when we watch this movie. So it's demented. Us... You guys are going to love it. It's, it's, it's just a crazy, crazy movie. And honestly, I'll, I'll show my cards. I thought it was really good. I yeah. love that noir stuff. He did like really kind of classic adult stuff. It wasn't really dumbed down and, and you know, but I'll say it, that Adam, it makes you wish he directed more movies. He didn't direct a lot in it, in the prime days of, of, of those, because he was running an entire studio and yeah. pumping out 12 movies a year minimum. So, no, yeah, yeah, so absolutely. He didn't like as many as I kind of wish he had because another classic I just want to tell everybody genuinely a great movie, and Quentin Tarantino agrees with me. Um, is Trancers with Helen Hunt. Thanks for bringing that up, absolutely. Uh, and one of the weirdest movies mentioned was Pulse Pounders, which featured a mini sequel to Trancers. 
Yes. Uh, they were all mini sequels, weren't they? In Pulse Pounders, if I remember. What correct. a weird movie! It was three anthology of, of sequels of of his own productions. I love yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I lo- I, that was that was his approach. It's always been his approach is to keep building on his universe. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's fantastic. And oh, 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 wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Badbandland.com. Uh, no, just uh, Google Dad Bandland. It's it's in your podcast. It is. I have a neighborhood cover band, and it struck me that that's kind of a fun thing. Um, right. So I created a podcast where we explore music from the point of view of some guys who play it. I love bad movies. I love NPR. I love Paula Poundstone. Your audience, you're on your own with this dad uh, band. band. <laughs> dad band land. Come on, DBL. Yeah. Audience, by this point, you enjoyed this conversation. You're ready to hit. You have this movie on pause at zero, zero, zero. What Adam says go, we want you to go ahead and press uh, play. So Adam, starting like a three, two, one, go. Nice, even. You got Take it. it away. Thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, enjoy the movie, everybody. Here it comes. Three, two, one, go. Wow. Albert, author of Confessions of a Puzzle, uh, Puzzle Meister. That's, that's Will Short's book. Confessions of a Puppet Master. Uh, uh-huh. My years in Hollywood. And this movie gets mentioned immediately in the book. But that's his pseudonym. He's Robert uh, Talbot. 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 It's actually Charles Band. He also is the production head. Like Boys in the Band. Charles Band. Okay. Yeah. Band on the Run was one of his chapters. (laughs) <laughs> he couldn't resist, right? He could not resist. Hey, I'm with the band, he said. Uh, so check out his brother does the music. Check it out. Funny but eerie. Ooh, spooky. Oh. That's his the music. Brother has some chops. Now, d- doesn't this, there's a big house and some kind of wacky, spooky music playing. Right. What TV show are you thinking of right now? I'm thinking of Fuller House. <laughs> no, oh, Carl. Carl, I walked by a place in Los Angeles that had a sign that said "Full House," and I thought Carl's got to see this. It's the <laughs> Full House house in Los Angeles. <laughs> you remember how we teased the house? That was so much fun. Oh my God! I when Carl visited me in San Francisco, we literally had to go to the Full House house. Yeah, we sang to the Full House house. We sang "Charles in Charge." <laughs> That's right. They, they chased us away. So we've been staring at this house with this wacky music. What's the mystery behind this freaking house? Ghosts? Well, we'll find out when the writer, when the producer and director credit pops up. What Here does they it come. look like? Does it look like... Um, I, I, should, I should recognize it doesn't look like Dr. Strange's house. It doesn't look like Amityville Horror. It doesn't look like the Adams Family house to you. Don't you oh, have like Adam Family vibes? Oh, is that what you're seeing? Okay. Yeah. And here they are. Here's the Adam Family. Uh, big guy, glasses, and sex bomb. Big guy, glasses, and sex bomb. Oh my they goodness! Actually look at them. They're coming closer. Look out! Okay, this is interesting trick. The music stops the moment the, the money goes into the jukebox. You know, you hear like songs play briefly. Billy Moore better play nice with. All right, so welcome to this world. This is a group. We are talking to a biker right here. Uh, He is a drug dealer, and he's saying, "Hey, man, it was a little light. 
you better uh, Merchandise. make sure you get money. I'll break the, your buddy's other arm. He's like, you got it. He's like, I'll break your arm too. He's like, okay, now get out of here, <laughs> right? Scram. So he's stealing drugs here in Lance's restaurant, and Lance is a guy behind the counter, and he's talking to Loretta. His that's the biker's girlfriend right there. And she's okay, like, Loretta, Porky Pig. Yeah, she Loretta, man. Porky Pig. What's that? She calls her. Her name is Loretta. Uh, is uh, Jacqueline Bovell, and she was originally an accountant. She said you're getting like kind of poochy, eating all that ice cream. Okay, poochie? now look. Oh, her bot. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, like, this guy's eating Cheerios, and he doesn't complain about the biker. He says, oh, look, here comes the stack pool. So here they come. Glasses, guy named Wheeler. There's Esperella, the sex pot, and the big guy is Otis, and they want groceries. For some reason, this restaurant is, like, called Shop and Stop. And, really? you know, and, like, the, yeah, the director said, hey, this works out great. They go into the restaurant and get groceries. We'll make it a stop and shop. What's what's uh, Sex Pot's real name in the film? In the is Esperella. Esperella. It's like like Esterella. Okay. And that, Got it. Esterella, she doesn't really talk in this movie. Her name is listed as Diane Colasco, but her okay. real name is Alexandria Quinn. She has been in porn movies for the last three decades, and okay. I will give out. I, I would actually like to read a couple of her movie names. Carl, you tell me if you've seen them. Okay. All right. So, my mommy bang brothers too. Mom loves yeah. cock. Hot yeah. mocha. Suck it dry. Bootylicious yeah. three. Hard to swallow. Interracial wait, wait, wait. lesbian nation. Well, hold on. Bootylicious three. Hard to swallow. It's the full title. No, those are two separate films. One was shot. Yeah, no I, didn't, I, I didn't see. No. What about lesbian hooter party? Cock swallowers, yeah. gangster bangs, five, big tit mm -hmm. swim party. Not five. Maybe five. Maybe five. What was okay. the party? Bukaki party. American oh, no, Bukaki I didn't party. see that. I don't like it. It's so, like, I all I'm thinking about in those films is the cleanup. Ugh. Oh, I'm really, well, yeah, that's because you're. Like when they stop shooting. Oh, what a mess. All right. So, getting back to the movie. His girlfriend said, I got to take a piss. And he goes, well, why don't you announce it to everyone? Now, suddenly, did, Lance did she has, go, hey, I got to take Yeah. And then Lance goes, hey, I'll be right back. I got to go get something in the back. Oh, we're the... <gasps> no. Right Loretta. off the bat, We got ourselves an affair. Oh, yeah. There they are. They got their groceries. Food. Why are now, they he, walking like robots, kind of? Yeah, uh, I'll spoil acting. it for you. It's obviously that their brother Myron is telepathically uh, uh, controlling them. Okay, Myron. These guys, they're all, like, I guess they're quint quartets, four of the same. But basically, Myron is head of the family, Carl. He's head. Oh, check this out. I love, I, I'm going to crank the volume. Okay. They, there's several sex scenes in this, and it's soft core, right? So you see her, but you don't really see him. He's always doing it when he goes on. She wants to be called Scarlet. And they talk. They have like six sex scenes in this movie. We could do a tally. They talk through the sex scenes. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Like they scheme while they're banging. Damn much time in the toilet. I swear, that woman's got a bladder the size of a quarter. Uh-oh. Oh, do 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 do. Who is it? 
iced it. <laughs> it's a little too dark, but you, you're going to see, like, she's totally naked on most of this stuff. Uh-huh. How low can you go? Well. Yeah. Where can it be? Uh-oh, Carl. No, Carl. Carl, no. <laughs> Looks like the movie's over. This is going to be like a trauma. Phew. She's in the employee bathroom right in there. Loretta, you in there? What do you want? What are you doing in there? Well, Not having snacks. Well, whatever you're doing, hurry you know, up. You see Lance is holding a box right there on his wing. <laughs> <laughs> Make the credits go away. Okay, never mind. I can see it. <laughs> so wait, wait. It, is my thing like too dark? Oh. Uh, it, I think it's just a dark room. I'm not sure. Well, that was dark. Yeah, I guess maybe it's it isn't darker. the film. Uh -huh. I've watched this film three times, and I watched it once on YouTube and twice on Tubi, and it seems a little darker than normal. Yeah. Hey, Lance, remember me? We just banged. Yeah. Now this, you know, full, full moon, have you ever heard of full moon pictures? No. No. Who did you, Okay. Your countdown was a was about the director. It was a guy who wrote a book about him. Yeah, so it was the memoirs of director Charles Band. Memoir. And the guy who co-wrote the memoirs was Adam Felber, who is a NPR panelist on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. And he, uh, I'm good friends with him. I've known him and his sister for a while. Uh -huh. He told me about this book he wrote, and I said, "Well, you got to come on," because Charles Band is like, you know, we have we love Roger Corman. Charles yeah. Band is like, what if your heroes were Stan Lee and Roger Corman, right? Okay. You would create a movie industry, and you would also have a video segment called, like, you know, the Video Soapbox or whatever. So he was, like, a showman. Like, I don't think – I was really hesitant because I had heard about this guy, his full moon pictures, crank out films like the Puppet Master movies and Evil mm -hmm. Bong and Ginger Dead Man and – Ginger Weed Dead. I think there's another guy, Deader we Weeder Men. Uh, there's like <laughs> Dangerous Dolls. He and what he does is like he was doing crossovers with his characters as movies, like Evil Bong versus Ginger Dead Man, okay. long before Marvel kind of did the Avengers on on screen. So he was like he always thought of like crossovers, and he would be cranking out these for the home market, and he would have a segment where it would be like. The video zone where he'll be like hey guys charlie ban here i have some great news you know what i mean so he was kind of like stan lee and he was he was definitely a roger corman guy and he directed yeah. about 70 movies and produced about 300 you know and <laughs> you know like we we've known like trauma we know yeah a lot of people who make these movies are just kind of ugly you know what i mean like yeah, after a while you don't really want to see it it's kind of cool how they did it but his films are slightly – this film is kind of cool. There's, like, double-crossing. What's going on right now is the biker is saying, hey, Lance, congratulations. I now – you got a new partner. I co-own this place, and I'll be coming by every two weeks to collect $2,000. Okay. And he, Lance say to that extortion. So he goes, he goes to his girlfriend. There's a running gag where he goes, what's the word I'm thinking of? And she goes, brains. He goes, no, that's not it. <laughs> he goes, I'm kind of sort of a 
entrepreneurial uh what's the word i'm thinking of she goes shakedown artist <laughs> he goes no, 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 no. He goes, no dummy <laughs> but it, what's also funny because they're fucking in the back and then she goes uh my boyfriend wants to talk to you so they didn't realize that he's actually extorting him they thought like right. they knew of the affair he's oblivious to the affair you look he's saying you spread yourself too thin that's why you're pale you got to go out and get laid dude <laughs> <laughs> who would fuck you this you know so this is like backstabbing so they want to get rid of him and then an yes. opportunity will come to lance and lance's response is fucking extorting you know he's lance is going to face a monster and in most of these movies it goes one way lance is going to fucking extort the monster the black wow man. all right that works so this yeah so That's it's good. not what I was expecting. I was expecting like some gore, some tits, some gore, and then, you know, rinse and repeat. He's like upping the ante with uh Well, I've never like Corman used to always say that plot doesn't matter in these films. You you're just showing them sensationalism. Um and I've always thought you should just do both. Yeah. Well, we we discussed it with Adam uh he Charlie Charles Van talks about what he feel what his definition of exploitation is. Okay. And he uses a movie he he did in twenty two called uh, Corona Zombies, okay, which was he it was it, he shot it the day of the shutdown in March twenty two, in March twenty, and then he released it like in April. And it was basically okay. Tiger Lily where they dub in dialogue and old films, but they have this. You know, uh, original structure of Corona zombies come in saying Corona, <laughs> and he was saying that for him, exploitation is more something that everyone's talking about and putting yeah. it on the screen. And well, I mean, the, the word exploitation sounds negative connotation, but really, it just means you're exploiting a situation that'll make people notice it. Take you know, it'll, it'll turn into sales. You know, right. He has this running series called Kendra and Barbie. And I think Kendra is played by his current wife. Uh, I don't think they're married, actually. But okay. one of the recent movies was Kendra and Barbie Save the Tiger King, starring okay. <laughs> Tiger King, the guy from the documentary. So that's what his, his feeling of like, people are talking about the Tiger King. He's made a Tiger King movie. <laughs> yeah. What do you do? Because in there? Let's curio, it will yeah. pick up. And a lot of times, like, you know, he says, yeah, okay, now, you need, who? Now, geez, the waitress is saying, waitress, you're playing okay. with fire, right? You, you're right. sleeping around, you're sowing your oats, Loretta oats. <laughs> and uh, you see the you smoke behind you? Yeah, because when Howard Oates finds out, you're out of here. He's like, I'm a big boy. This guy, Lance, he's been in like a bunch of movies and then he stopped. He was in like Criminal Minds. He's been Dark Prophet, Days of uh -huh. Our Lives, Burn Noses, uh -huh. Desperate Housewives. But he did like movies like Lurking Fear, Siren's Kiss, Shade of Grey, Killer Eye. And I found on IMDb, currently he's a fitness enthusiast, like he's a motivational okay. coach. So Did you say Spider? What did I say? I said Siren's, Siren's Kiss. Oh, Okay. I don't know that. Did I say Spider-Verse again? No, I but you, I, I think there was a film called Spider's Kiss, and it had Morgan Freeman or something. Yeah, I, I remember. The Kiss of the Spider-Woman. Is it Kiss of oh, the Spider-Woman? I don't know. Maybe. Now they're well, banging again. This? Is this Lance again or no? 
Yeah, Lance and Loretta are uh, Lansing. Look, he's so Lansing Loretta right now. Okay, but why don't? Why don't? Why, don't why are they hiding it? Why don't they say, "Look, I want to break up. I think I'm in love with Lance." <laughs> no, so Lance, they gotta they gotta get rid of Howard because Howard is no. black, is 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 shaking down him, and they're having an affair. She wants to dead. Look at this. She's completely can, fucking. Can you block out him and just? <laughs> Can we? Yeah, you know, glasses. She is, is fucking terrific. She's been in like Jacqueline Lowell's been in tons of shit. She was originally an accountant, like I said, in 1995. She was voted the number one nude model, and so she went from accountant to model. Uh, she's been in those penthouse videos, those Playboy mm -hmm. videos. She published her own magazine called Babe Magazine. What what uh, year are we talking? Because maybe you don't know, but uh, magazines aren't very current. Nineties, nineties when right. magazines were still relevant. Oh yeah. Okay, now we're we're switching to another guy. This guy has a truck. This this highway is just a long path. But listen, I I, I got I don't have Otis' name right. Uh, we've got glasses, sex pot, and big guy. What was it? Yeah, a big guy is Otis. Big okay, big. Now Otis put a fake detour sign on this straight road yeah and the truck driver is driving into their house like it's a trap uh-huh and loretta and lance are going to be driving down and they're going to notice this detour and they're going to be suspicious okay but right now they're scheming as against, do. against biker yeah they're going to get Biker's they're going to take howard oats down howard, howard. Oates. Oats, duh. Howie Oats. Does he say Howie? No, no, I call okay, him Howie. Howard Oats. It's a, I'm a dump. What's your name? Howie. Right? It's not, Oats. It's not Flash. It's not. Okay. Wait a minute. Right here. Vicious. This is. Yeah, right. That's the thing. That's a. Hmm. So, uh,. It's funny. I, I was reading about uh, Loretta. She, her six. She let her sixteen-year-old daughter watch this movie. Okay, is that bad? And she's she's the complaint was in the article, which is on INDB, was that uh, she didn't like seeing her mom naked so much, and that they were having an affair. Okay, so here he is. He's taking a look. He's going to see what's going on, right? Yeah. Because it, it's a detour right to the creepy house, the Stackpole house. And somebody already fell for it. We're not the same people. Those dopes. Listen, uh, Wheeler. Okay, well, I guess I'll watch the movie and I'll find out. Well, no, no. Ask me any question you have about Wheeler. Uh, I'm just not sure what's the deal. They're luring people in for some... Uh, but I'm about to find out, I guess. I know. Right? So right there, Otis is banging the shit out of the truck driver on the back of his truck. And like, they're dragging him into the wacky house. Okay, not killing him or... Not killing him. No, that's a really good point. Lance, I don't think right. Lance has washed up since the act, right? Right, we've seen him fuck twice now. So, but could you just imagine his, like, okay, he's wearing You pants. think he's crusty right now? Yeah, like, it's like, or who knows, like, maybe it's been drying, right? Seriously, he's got his moist underwear on, uh -huh. fucking, it must be terrible. Well, I mean, his balls must have gone to the ringer. Okay, so he's like, yeah, we got to. 
now he's he's figuring everything out. He just witnessed the Stackpoles beating a guy unconscious and dragging him in this house. Okay, so because he's not calling they him. have his truck, or we don't know yet. They also took the truck, and they're this is Florida. Okay, oh, did I mention this is they Florida? They brought him inside. It was about getting him. Yeah, they want they want the truck driver. The driver. Okay. Yeah. So they're gonna okay, hide so the Lance car. Lance was like, "Fuck that," and he's going the other way. He's gonna go to the house and say, "I know what you guys are doing, and if you don't pay me two thousand, I'm gonna go uh, a week. I'm gonna go to the cops." So that's right. how he's gonna pay there, off. Look, there's cops. Wheeler. There's Wheeler with that's his glasses creepy. off. That is disgusting. Now this this truck driver, God bless. What's going on? What? What? I've what? Done this, this is like what? He was in Animal House. Otis. Right. Well, he was in like Tom Kroll's uh, horror movie when we shot his kids. What? What? No. All right. So they're gonna operate on him, and the guy operating him freaked this guy out, and we haven't seen him yet. Those are double doors. I don't really get that. I think it's just decoration on a wall. Oh, okay. Because it looked like a monkey and it was double doors. Everything's so dark in this cut. We are in a mad scientist basement laboratory as seen okay. in House of Thousand Corpses, I guess. It's not like sex dungeon. It's mad scientist. And they're all lobotomized, Carl. So they okay. can't even, they're not even thinking about sex. They have their eyes on their bottom. They're lobotomized. <laughs> Wait, let me see. I yeah. Go ahead, reverse engineer this joke. Now they're all acting like kooky. One's dental flossing. One is saying the word snow over and over again. Snow, snow, snow. (laughs) And we go. You know it's wacky because wacky, wacky music. This kind of disturbs me, Carl, that these people lose their agency, that they're kidnapped against their will and, and okay. experimented and kept alive. Yeah, like but for some reason, no sex. No. So why you, do it? I don't get you're it. You're going to see your bare ass if this was a better copy. <laughs> the thing is, a gross person like that, you don't want to see their bare ass. Here we go. Snow. 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 What should we snow? Snow what? No. Watch, yes. What should we snow? Snowwhere. Snow what? I get snow who? Just finished the joke already. <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? Snow. Snow who? Snow. Snow who? Snow. Snow who? I know all these people got lobotomized. Uh-huh. The surgeon their, moved their eyes to the bottom. No? Okay. No. Okay, here's the Lance and his right. employee. Yeah, there's not that many women characters in this movie. They kind of re- – I'm watching um, Shazam 2. I got to be very careful saying the word Shazam because I might turn into my alter ego. But right. or there's like three gods. Out. Yeah, so three goddesses are fighting them. And it's this kind of like classic crone, old woman, sex pod, and teacher. And I feel like the three women in this movie, the waitress, Loretta, and Estorella, are yeah. kind of like that variation of the three witches of Macbeth. Oh. I don't know. Okay. But then again, this is my first time seeing it. Okay, 
Hey, look, I was waiting to blackmail you guys. It's just a small blackmail. If you have a second of time, I'll blackmail you later. Wait, the R word gets brought up a lot. He said a not woke word. He said an awful word. Well, you know, I spoke over it, but um, Howard has the best line in this movie. When they come in for groceries, he looks at Esperella and he goes, she's the most fuckable woman outside of a mag girly magazine. <laughs> Too bad she's a retard. That's what he says. I'm oh. the movie. And Lance is like, how can you say it? That's not a woke word. <laughs> Someone will be really offended and it's not me, so I don't understand. Look, I think it. I think that that word is awful, and you shouldn't say it because it you really shouldn't is. say it. But I know. But I'm just saying that that we live in a universe, and the world went on. <laughs> and way back in at time, they were saying different things, and we're smarter than that now. But to like go back in time and go shame, shame, I'm offended. You're, you're okay. Not, you're denying reality. You didn't hit pause, did you? No, and of course not. Yeah. I've hit pause. I wanted to hear your speech. All right. <laughs> How's the view for your soapbox? You know, these characters are reprehensible. None, there's no good character in this. So if one of them says the R word in this movie, it's wow. in character. You know? I mean, they're lobotomizing uh, truckers. That's pretty shitty, too. Yeah. So it's just the nature of them, I, I think. And I think that I watched the most recent film of this director, Charles Vanden. His humor yeah. was like, there's a Karen. She's like, let me talk to the manager. But it's never really, <laughs> I am the manager. Oh. Let me talk to the owner. I am the owner. Okay. So now they've so, got Here he is. Look, look, there oh. he is. Oh. You got to do that reaction. Face? What the? Is that the it's head mandatory. of the That is literally, he even says the title right now. You could say I'm almost head of the family rated R. Let's hear him. Uh, so yeah, he's Myron, and he, with his big brain, he controls his siblings. One is a muscle man known for his muscles. One has big eyes and super cool ears and can see and hear. The other one can fuck at my will. Basically, he'll say, her skill is. And uh, that's, that's the, no. the the porn talent uh, mm -hmm. in, in the movie, uh, Alexandria Quinn, D Diane Colasso, who was entered the uh, adult industry when she was 17, and she told everyone she was 18. Okay. And when they found out, she had to retire, and then she joined up again. Okay, so right, here we go. Otis is stronger Let's than anybody. Wheeler can... Oh, give me a second. I got to click two buttons. I don't want to hit Wait. the wrong button. Is it I hardly need to tell you about her special powers. I don't need to. She fucked for me. Well, yeah, so you're the smart one. Yes, I should say so. I'm the brains of the family. Okay, let me hear it. You know, telepathically. I can't leave this chair, but I can see through Wheeler's eyes, enforce my will with Otis's hands, and, uh, <laughs> well. I need not tell you about my uses for Ernestina. Your fucking sister, dude. One brain. But he's having four bodies. They head of the family. There, Marin. Is, I, I thought guess he did. you're the one I need to be talking to. He should be. By all means, talk. Now let's just oh, say maybe he's a conversation that 
Somebody happened to see a strange old Dude. roadblock a couple of nights ago. you can it. And this fella, he happened well, to hang see on, this... uh, Otis here dragging some poor fella out of his pickup. This is such a good movie. Like, Lance is so good in this. He looks at the situation, he sees this monster, and he's like, you know what? My, I'm going to blackmail you, right? He doesn't <laughs> give a shit. It's really kind of smart. Like, he, he, they're both, like, monster versus, you know, shyster. It's fun. Yeah. Shyster. Shyster. I could say that word. Now, uh, one <laughs> of the things that Charles Van mentioned, like, he, he mentions this movie up front, and it's a fan favorite. It's one of his favorite films. Adam really likes it, too. But he was saying that he used forced perspective to pull off this whole bullshit with Myron the Big Hat. So, the... the the they're looking at a clo uh, he's closer and yeah. we don't so that the camera angles like those are puppet hands and that's an actual yeah. actor this guy's only been in four movies but that actor is set so up his, normally with right, the puppet so hands next face is going into uh his his face goes like into Lance is not looking at Lance is looking down in a certain direction right now when he's talking mm -hmm. so it does feel like it's real and we'll get to a scene where Lance, Loretta, and Myron are all in the same, they're all positioned, their heads are all positioned the same way. They figured out a way to do it. I'll show it to okay. you in a bit. So he's just basically saying, I wrote all, all this information down and I gave it to a, in a letter and I gave the letter to a random lawyer and <laughs> I told him if I don't call you, he calls me and if he, you know, if I don't call him to go to the police. And, you know, I get a call and I, I give him a code and he knows it's me. So he's basically uh, blackmailing yeah. Myron. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, usually like in trauma, there's like some sick shit and people, are, you know, Mine has been busted. Intellect. Yeah, this one's got a story. Yeah. Forced perspective. So he's closer to the camera. But they did it with shadows. So yeah. It feels like he's right next to him. There's a lot of puppetry in this movie. Basically, he ran a studio. He During the 80s, he had something called Empire or, uh, a Video. And he did Ghoulies. That was him. He didn't direct, direct it, but he produced Ghoulies. Ghoulies 2 was an outdoor carnival shot in a, a giant soundstage in Italy okay. that he, uh, he owned at the time. And then I guess he did, was responsible. He did Troll. He produced Troll. Wait, 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 wait. wait. We saw Ghoulies 3. He didn't have anything right. to Goes do with to that college. one. Right, goes to college. I'm sure it's a full moon. I'm sure it's an embassy. Uh, it's an embassy empire picture. Meta, he did. He owned a video store, in, one of the first video stores in Beverly Hills. Uh -huh. And he, he gave this great story about this rich woman from Beverly Hills came in and had the cassette and says it doesn't work. I put it on top of the TV set and it doesn't play and the movie doesn't play. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Is, do you have a VCR? She goes, excuse me, what? <laughs> but uh, you could really think you place it. <clears throat> There's no mechanism. Yeah, she thought like it would like seep through the TV and play the movie. Just, okay. And he said, he, he said, oh, that like intent, like rabbit ears. Yeah. Maybe she was thinking. Okay. It would touch the TV. Like, back then, you had those, like, cabinets, you know? Okay, okay. No, but I, I could see it if it was, like, well, the regular TV gets it from the air, so you place it on top, and it should go in. Like a TV antenna, I think. One that you don't need to connect to. Okay. Yeah. 
This is a long scene, this extortion. Is uh, Brains going for it? Brains will agree on it, yes. He talks like, you know, deep, deep profundo. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, one I thing I should mention... Deal. Is R.W., whatever, I actually didn't write his name down, but... Looks like we have a deal. We have a deal. All right. So the deal is... You get rid of this Howard Oates, and I won't, I won't go to tell. the cops. All right. Guess what they're doing right now? Having sex. And they're talking. Carl, can you even talk during sex? Well, <laughs> meditate. So they do, wife... like, dirty. I'm sorry, Carl. I'm sorry. Well, it's routine, so finish your thought, and then I'll do my routine. Please. I want to hear you go. Look at that. They're talking during doggy style. Yeah. It's like so farciful. It's like Grand Grial, like this, you know, it's just Grand Grial. Grand. He's going to be dead. He's going to be dead. Deader than dead. Deader than his dog. And dead. Dog. Dead. That's oh, fucking dead, right? When you're deader than, deader than a dog, dead in a you're garden. You're not coming back from that. Yeah. Oh, I'll, I'm still stiff. I can't even talk in a sauna. You're in a steam room and someone starts a conversation? I can't. My wife talks in bed, which you might think is pretty sexy, but it's the thing she says, like, uh, 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 did you add Keith to the car insurance? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, my wife says the same thing. Oh, no, she says, uh, God damn it, have you been eating crackers on your, in the bed again? <laughs> I'm all itchy. I'm all itchy. There's ants. All right, so she doesn't talk at all, right? She's just hanging out on the side of the road, waiting for little Abner or what have you. Howard yeah. sees her, and, like, he's drawn. She has this yeah, ability. Yeah, she's sex pot. Yeah. Sparella? And then, oh, Forget it. The thing is, like, bait and switch. She baits you, allures you, and then Otis uh, switches Switch. and punches you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, this again. Mm. Oh, All right. Mm, the biker has been killed. I have, but you, I have, you know, you owe me a favor. Force perspective. So he's close and she's standing back further. Yeah. And then I think there's I some scenes where they might know to look for it. It's well done. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, he's a practical effects guy. He's been making like he's, his first couple movies in the seventies were like car chases. There's a movie called crash, which is one of his first films. And you can see the wires on the trucks as they go, the vans as they go off the road, and you can see the wires snap uh -huh. off. Like, it just so happened, you know, but it was all practical. It, just, it was still in the shot, or at least the, the version I saw. Yeah. Now, is Crash the famous Crash? The famous no, this one? is from 1978. Thank you. And it has oh. an exclamation point at the end. Crash! Oh. <laughs> oh, have you ever seen that 1978 movie? Crash! Sorry, it's the exclamation point. <laughs> his film, he I has this motif. I think like horror directors and directors have like a motif, you know what I mean? And they follow it over and over again. And yeah. like, so his are like demonic. Well. He's, well, I mean, like, you know, you could look at David Lynch movie and over the years you see the same themes pop up. You see doppelgang evil doppelgangers in Jordan yeah. Peele movies. There's, right. there's certain horror themes that I see. And then for Charles Band, he really is into like demonic possession. You know, maybe the puppet starts coming to life, or maybe an amulet causes you to crash into people in 1978. There's a whole like real cool like 
evil weirdness. It's kind of cool. I don't know. This one, not so much. This is like a standalone, practically. Really? Oh, and it's yeah. one of his favorites. Right. Okay. Oh, it's he goes, yeah, uh, here uh, Hang on. Uh, uh, content warning. They go, listen, you can't be hanging out here with your husband dead. And she's like, why not? He goes, okay, take off your panties, <laughs> which he does. <laughs> oh, it's dinner time potato. for the potato. Yeah. This is like you fish burgers. Your eyes are on the bottom. Oh, because they're lobotomized? Eyes. Uh, lobo. Maybe that's the way I go about it. Her eyes were on uh, the bottom because she was lobotomized. Two potato? One. Ooh! Throw potato at wall! Where's dental floss guy? <laughs> Her eyes were Dude. on the bottom. Carl, that's a terrible joke. Because... I don't get it. She Where's the was... eyes come from? Low bottom eyes. Low, low? Uh, you say lobotomized. Lobotomized. Oh, you have lobotom eyes. You can't say a lobotomy. You got to say lobotomized. Lobotomy. Lobotomized. Forced perspective. I love it. Yeah. It's oh, it gets work. even crazy. All right, everything's taken care of. We killed your we killed your biker. Yeah. Oh, that's just great. You know what? I'll be coming back more and more. This is what he tells his girlfriend too. Uh so you just gotta give me more money. So he's oh, he's pulling yeah. the whammy jammy on, on Byron. Wait, wait. So he's being a dick because he yeah. made an agreement. I won't tell if you. So he did it, and now he's saying, uh, thanks, but there's more. This is ongoing. And he even tells he even tells Loretta like we're gonna make money we're gonna milk the fuck out of these guys. <laughs> the reason why Myron has been killing uh, lobotomizing them and right. the scientific he's trying if they humans only use half a mind maybe they could use my mind. I just need the perfect body to put my mind in. Okay, okay. That's why they're down. Oh, and he also says in the first act and for entertainment which will come back in the third act. What? For entertainment and what? He'll go, I I have my subjects for... Oh, and for entertainment? Okay. Entertainment. So what does that mean? Sex. How do they entertain, Carl? <laughs> Is it sex? Do you think there'll be a sex orgy in this movie? No. Uh, I don't know. I'm. Uh, that, that's what I would do. <laughs> Well, this movie has a lot of sex in it. They talk during their sex, and like she's always taking her clothes off. It's great. Yeah, my wife talks in bed, which she might think is pretty sexy, but it's a thing she said. Like, can you bring up the folding chairs from the basement? <laughs> oh, my my wife does. She chants in bed. She's like, "Protect me!" <laughs> oh, Rebo, Weebo. What's I need a what's a good like a Harry Potter spell? <laughs> yeah, uh, spell anomious. My wife does. Does my wife talk dirty best? No. She 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 chants. Yeah, she talks dirty. She says, protect me. Oh, you mean like Latin? Like, um... Yeah, Latin. <laughs> Protectio Domine. Protect me, yo. <laughs> okay, so he's on top of the world, and Brains is like, fuck that asshole, man. We got to do desperate measures. 
Okay, so he's going to use his eyes and his ears and his brute and his sensuality to find out who the lawyer is and to get that fucking copy of the letter and wipe their ass with it. Okay, now he sees through the one guy's eyes and... Hears through I, her, his ears, too. Okay, but, but the, the sex part, he goes, you know what I use her for. So that means he's having the female experience of sex every time. Right, through his sister. Yeah. So ethically through his sister. Yeah. So like he's getting it like a girl. Right? Yeah. That's like like yeah. <laughs> well that's not the goal. Why don't you use Olaf or uh, Otis? Otis. I mean Well he waits like once there what what's you you'll see. You'll see her in action. Uh, trust me, you'll see her in action. Okay. Okay, now this is kind of awkward for waitress because he's like, my husband's gone. You know, I told the cops like you told me. I mean, like I said, told the cops. <laughs> and then he's like, so that must be something going on. Maybe you know he was having an affair. And the waitress is like, this is too much. I'm out. I can't be here. Quits. No, she walks out of the seat. She's oh, okay, okay. Th these two are like, you know, it's the the elephant in the room is the affair. Well, why there aren't go. There she goes. Bye. Out of here. Yeah. Waitress is out of here. Why aren't they date publicly dating now? Because the husband just the died. Husband disappeared. Yeah. It's a little suspicious. <laughs> it's what? Suspicious. <laughs> sus. Oh, that's Yiddish, right? Suspicious. It's <laughs> sus. That's what the that's the twenty first century term. <laughs> God, I can't believe how dark this version is. I think that Meshugana, I like that word is crazy. <laughs> it is crazy. Literally. Well, okay, Wheeler's at it. They're giving away, they're going to be banging away, talking, okay. and they're going to be listening. There's okay. Meyer listening. He's trying to find out who the lawyer is or whatever info they can get. Right. Careful with that clicker, boy. You don't want to pause. Well, last last week I forwarded to. Uh... Oh, oh yeah, that's right. I edited that. Look at I'm trying. Oh man, listen, have, yeah. do yourself a favor. Watch Mike, this movie. Uh... No, Mike, uh, <laughs> let's talk in a minute. Let me. Use... Okay. Uh, you better get used to it, sweetie, because there's gonna be a lot more. Okay, mute his stupid ass. Can we clock the top? Do you want me to do it so that we just hear her? <laughs> yes, please. Yeah, I could maybe block him from the screen. You know, one, of the, one of the things in Charlie Van's book is that he, she came from a subdivision. He likes uh -huh. horror movies. He's not really an action guy. And he keeps saying, I'm not a softcore guy. But finance, financially, they had a, a production house called Surrender Video. Surrender. Surrender. And there were like softcore stuff, you know, things you would see in the hotel room. Or, you know, on the Playboy channel or whatever. You would, so couples can watch it. It's not too hardcore. Maybe, you know, you, you don't really want to watch hard. Look at this. He's being fed. She's spooning him food. So, surrender. They were knighted. They were officially made a sir. Surrender. That's right. Sir, render did. It was a big day for Render when he was surrender. But did, so, explain, did he explain he wasn't English or, or she did it anyway? Or They were Canadian. I think Canada has a serious. 
Jacqueline Lowell was in. I think he mentioned. He said one actor from from or actress from this. I think it's maybe the Blake uh, Lucas. There was somebody from those softcore films that he really liked and put in this film. Yeah. And I don't. I don't. I didn't. I listened to the audio book, so I don't have a physical copy. The audio book is read by the author Charlie Band. Oh, he has a real showmanship type of talk. It's really cool. Yeah, he was saying in the two thousands he went on a merch tour. It's like a road tour. They were making movies like practically once a week, once a month. They had a deal with one of the major studios in the 90s to kind of release it. And uh, what happened was, it's a really interesting story. I think it's Universal. It's either that or Paramount had this okay. deal with Full Moon to, to make sure that they, they, would, they would screen their films in this lot first. And then they would help with the home video. And they did one movie went too far, and that kind of ended the deal. And the movie <laughs> is called Shrunken Heads, and it's directed by Danny Elfman's brother, as he's known, Richard Elfman. And in the book, he said, like, I, I was hoping Danny Elfman would score it. Danny Elfman gave the theme song, and then Charles Band's brother, Richard, did the rest. But Shrunken okay. Heads hit a nerve. It's about three kids who get killed by gangsters, and are brought back via voodoo as shrunken heads. Okay. And the shrunken heads of the kids fight back. This is like a Kilgore Trout book. Yeah. And, but it, they said that it soured because it was kids who were killed. Oh, I see. Okay. All right. And that made it really awkward. That movie listen, and this Mike, movie. You've yeah. done the perfect research, right? We have this film in front of us, and you went far afield. And gathered this information. I think that's. An, I'm. I want to recommend Shrunken Heads. I was about to continue. As we Carl. watch. Okay, Carl. Carl, yeah. please. There is a point to this. Tubi TV has a full moon uh, features oh. channel where you can find this film uncut and and better you have lighting. Have the channel? No, you don't. You just go oh. to Tubi TV. If you have mm -hmm. Tubi TV on your streaming service, yeah, they will have like a. Uh, I, I forget the the streaming term. But like okay. a tab, it'll say like channels within in there, and they'll have full moon entertainment. They'll have all the a good chunk of the uh, okay. puppet master movies, and they have like the most recent film of his, uh, which is Evil Bong Eight 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 and Infinite ah. High. That's mm -hmm. on there. It's fifty six minutes, and uh, this movie is on there. And then Shrunken Heads is also on there. It's not on oh, YouTube, yeah. Carl. It would have been next week's movie. Yeah, that I, I've been great. watching it. It's it's hard to watch. Oh no! Look at look at Otis. Okay, there's the lawyer. There's the lawyer. Give me copy. Oh, I'm sorry. I did talk over. The, he Otis punched a woman. He punched a secretary in the face. Oh, we missed it. We missed it. Here's the letter. That's it. I swear, only copy. Don't break my fingers. Don't break. You, that's it. You don't have to break my fingers. Don't break. All right, so there. Did he break said, it? Oh, yeah. Just let me be. And Otis has a perfect idea. He's going to resolve this matter. Okay. He kills yeah. him. Yeah. And then he also killed her. He punched her to, uh, dead. Wow. So, all right. Oh, ooh, talk, you know, I really regret we didn't do the sex scenes count. I have a little sex scenes here, and I, I have one tick. I'm getting, I'm getting a bit frustrated. This is great. Well, Scarlett, I'm doing the best that I can. Not about that. 
I mean about going and down here at the cream corn. I mean, what's the what's the point of murdering your husband if you can't fuck in a bed? You hear what I'm saying? Oh yeah. I... <laughs> you know she's right. I mean. She's a, I mean, that's a great line. She delivers it great. He's, he's perfect chemistry in this conversation. They're fucking the entire time. What was the name of the Bong movie? Evil. Oh, evil Listen Bong? To, yeah, so there's eight of them, and I watched the eighth one. But the first one is like... Oh, that's perfect research for this film. I'm not ready yet. How come? Because I have a collection to go through. I didn't watch. I only watched the last one because it was his most recent film. It was fifty-five minutes of my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's basically characters from his other movie. Tiger King shows up. Kendra and Barbie show up. Uh, evil. Uh, no, what's Ginger Dead Man shows up? There's like a. Uh, yeah. I, you know, <clears throat> I'm not gonna check out the. Um, excuse me. I'm not going to check out the Bong film because I'm cutting down on carbs. Wait, why would you cut down on carbs with Bong? Because it has a carb on the... Oh, it... <laughs> sorry, girl, that was on me. That was on me. Of course there's a carb on there. You have so much marijuana street cred, too. Dude, I'm the OG. I I was drilling holes in carb in, in Bongs back in the 70s. That was my job. And I'm making them out of... Soda can. Uh, soda I was can. at uh, Inner Dimensions Head Shop right there mm-hmm. in Washington Park. Inner Dimensions, yeah. And I was covering the marijuana uh, leaves off of with the pipe with with stickers so the cops wouldn't see them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I changed. I wrote tobacco only uh, <laughs> on the sign. I, I or- alphabetized the High Times and the Fabulous Furry Freak Brother uh, magazines. What else? Oh, the Grateful Dead Blacklight posters. I made sure mm-hmm. that they were accessible and you could flip through the one you wanted to see. You got the Keep On Trucking guy. Keep On Trucking. Stoned Again. Uh, yeah, the Stoned Again. <laughs> the eyes dripping. <laughs> Robert Crumb, right? Robert Crumb. Yeah. Oh, why is he hitting her? Or oh. she hitting him? All right. All right. He proposed to her while we were uh, talking about Andrew Dimension's headshot from our hometown and he doesn't have a ring he's like i'll get a ring later and she's like that's why she hit him because you don't have a ring yeah he's like look i'll I'll get i'll figure it out okay well i guess they're done fucking she's gonna button up look at this little outfit she has it's it's not it's like a one piece it looks like she's wearing leather uh denim vest over a shirt yeah it's actually just one piece one piece so it's a dicky she has a dicky that's what the term is for well, yeah, it's like you have one of those sweaters with the fake shirt underneath. And yeah, that's a dicky. The dicky. <laughs> yeah. You drive me ape, you big gorilla. You like the dickies? You cheer me on. <laughs> you drive me um, ape, ape. That guy at yeah. Dino's Pizza one day learned that it was called a dicky. Because we went in there to get a few slices, and he was on about it. You know, he's making so many jokes. He used to do that, you know. Oh, you're wearing a dicky. Like, you know. That guy was one time he got uh my name's Marty, Marty Con, right? We did yeah. that the whole time they're having a pizza. He was a happy pizza guy. He was like, I, 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 I was just thinking 
we we visited there when I was in New Jersey. We went to Dino's and you had a slice and I was really full. And he said, just take a bite. And I did. And it tasted so good. I, everything came back. Okay. All right. Here we go. Sex pot shows up and she's actually talking. Whoa. And she that's goes, oops, Lance? I dropped my purse. She dropped is her purse. Lance? Okay. This is G, PG, PG 13. Is uh, Lance uh, cheating right now? Yeah. Lance has no conscience. This, look how he cheats. She kisses. Boom. <laughs> So here's what I'm saying. The guy is experiencing oh, yeah. this like that. Oh, he's giving yeah. a DJ to a guy right now. Yeah, yeah that's right. He's, he's oh, in flagrant right now. So he likes that? Oh. Yeah. Okay, here comes yeah. the bait, 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 bait. So it. That wasn't well done. This film's been would... well done, but that thing, did you notice? Yeah. Carl, I would have came so hard. <laughs> I don't know how I'd be more embarrassed. I don't know what I'd be more embarrassed that I'm having an affair with a woman I who's having an affair with her husband, or that I came when I got punched in the face during sex. <laughs> Look at my boob camera. Oh right. Well, you got. We only have like a half hour left. We got to get a couple more shots. Pretty girl. Pretty girl. Do 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 do. Otis one like. Okay, we are in the act three, Carl. And act three just goes crazy. Okay. Otis won't hurt. Otis will, will. do what Otis he's will to hurt. do, or I'll cut that pea brain of yours okay, so right Otis, out of your so skull. Trying to have some man sex now. No, not even. He's oh. telling Otis kidnap pretty girl, and Otis is like, "No, Otis oh. not hurting pretty girl." And then Byron oh. says. Otis, hurt pretty girl. I'll cut your little pee brain. Okay, here we go. Forced perspective. He wakes up shirtless upside down with all the blood rushing to his cock. He's looking at this. <laughs> look, look at this forced perspective. He's a perfect eye vision. Right. They're looking That's right so at well each done. other. They must have had something off camera that he had to look straight at. Yeah, so it, it lines up. But here you go. You got total beefcake, right? I'm sure after 20 minutes after this, he's going to get a hard on and you get to see it just the way blood works, right? If you're upside down. Mike, I think you like beefcake. I'm a big, hey, I'm a big fan of Shudder. I watched a couple of those too for research. Mike, look at his, did you see him with that? Look at his curve. That's perfect. Okay, here we go. So what they throw dude. her to the ground and she's looking directly into Myron's eyes. Yeah, well done. Now, one of the things Charles Band, I, Adam mentioned this, Adam Felber, was that he feels that, you know, people don't really remember the entire film, but they remember a scene. And this uh -huh. that scene is the reason why they like the movie, because that's why they remember it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this there's always, like, one offer, scene. Really. So that scene is coming up, and YouTube, uh, which is Full Moon's uh, channel, Oh, everyone shares it. the same scene? It's coming? There's going to be a scene that's like completely out of control, and okay. he talks about it in the movie, uh, in the in his memoirs. Excuse me, how they pulled off this stunt. But basically, he's saying, "Oh, you know your lawyer friend? He's dead. Mm. Now he's going to tell Myron. You know, that's why I also called another lawyer. <laughs> I have a second lawyer, and if he doesn't hear from me, then he'll definitely send the letter I gave to him." So he's going to be like, unbelievable now. 
I think like Lance is a pretty well developed character that he was able to think this out. Okay. You know that he he figured I blackmail him. I'll put the letter in a safe, and then I'll put another letter in a, in a different safe. Okay. He goes. Suppose it was another lawyer, and he got another letter. So he's telling him. Also, like this this setup that he's hanging out, it's custom yeah. made, right? Like they built it for the scene. It, it, yeah. They didn't say, "Hey, you know, we'll just use this hang upside Look down." Look at his veins, Mike. I know it's crazy. Yeah, right. Isn't that sexy to you? Look at it. It is sexy. His veins popping out. What a holy man! How many pages of dialogue do you think he's spouting now while his veins are popping out? It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, you see this kind of like the with the closed captioning, like you see the movie and you read the book at the same time. Well, I, that's the best way to do like a bad movie night. When we did that in the dark room, there was credits, uh, there was subtitles on the screen. Smart. Yeah, really good. And that way, we we can hold a conversation. The audience can read the, you know. Yep. All right. So he's calling whatever. Just tell me who it is, or everyone's going to get hurt. Yeah, glasses, and the... sex pot, and big guy are gonna are they're under my control. Well, actually, Wheeler is like, can you keep it down a bit and lower the lights? Thanks. <laughs> Don't Where is Esmeralda? Is she in the room? Maybe she's finishing herself off, Carl. It was pretty know, sudden. A bit of a zombie. I don't know that... She doesn't really have much personality in this movie. Again, the, the women characters are not that well-developed. just so happens in this film. But well enough. I mean, there's no... Already, Loretta's more... Yeah. I mean, She's great. She had... yeah. All right. So he uh, he same way. So I say to you, go fuck yourself, big brain. Lance, please. Sweetheart, you know how I feel about you, but telling him ain't gonna get us out of this. Our only chance is if I keep my lip buttoned. But what about me? I'm working on that, honey. <laughs> okay. I love you, honey. Here we go. I love you too. Here we go. Look at rolling his eyes. Truly touching. I can see, Mr. Bogan, that you clearly care about this woman. Yes, I hear you. Maybe not as much as Ernestina. <gasps> you cheated on me. She's like, wait a minute, don't you control Ernestina? Did you? You cheated yeah, but you on me. You don't my... control Lance. Yeah, but Lance, right? But she now knows that. Ernestina look at his flat stomach, by... Mike. Mike, I, look I'm at his looking... ribs. You can see the ribs coming through. Right, and the veins in between the it's ribs. It's homoerotic. <laughs> One of the things he talks about in his book is that a production manager from Sh Surrender Video said, have you been watching these movies? And the guy says, no. He goes, they're really homoerotic. And it's basically yeah. shirtless guys in their uh, white underwear tied up being tortured by closed women. And he got into an argument with the guy, and the guy right. says, I'm making tidy whitey Fridays. And he's like, no. So they made an agreement that okay. uh, the guy, the director would pick the men in their movie and Charles Band would pick the women. That okay. way they would, so he would cast the women and the director would cast the men. And that way their films are equally appealing. Okay, okay. Hey, whatever for date night, whatever you, whatever you could do, you do. <laughs> hey, you want to watch a software movie for Blockbuster? Yes. Go on, yes. 
Sure. And yeah, it's gonna. This takes a, again. Sorts of ideas. Why well, I can tell just by looking at you that you're a take charge kind of guy. <laughs> that you're a man that can get things done. Loretta, you're making a fool out of yourself. Just shut up. Or not. Again, I, I think she's one of the best things in this movie. But yeah, she's saying like, Myron, you're great. Maybe they should go in, Carl, for a little bit. Should... Maybe oh, they should smooth with his big-ass tongue. Oh. Carl, they don't kiss. Oh. Oh, don't kiss. oh you thought this would be a gross movie. Before. And you would see, like, a giant puppet tongue covered in latex, controlled Myron. by several crew members. Mm-hmm. Going Myron. up through her mouth. They will not French kiss in this movie, Carl. Okay. All right. Yeah. Wouldn't that be disgusting? Yes. <laughs> if, Look uh, at him. Oh. Look at him. Wait, what's what's up with the blur? They, they, this YouTube version is covering up her topless yep. body. But we saw lots of tits so far. We saw her. We saw it with a better version, full frontal. Okay, well. I thought they were going to kiss Carl. Why is she taking her top off? Now, why is it over on that? Okay, they just made a mistake. They left. No, they just kept the blurry vision yeah. in the same frame. Japanese. Right. Yeah, oh, I, some some porn is uh, digitized. Pixel, yeah. Pixelated. You can't see the throbbing veins. <laughs> All right, so, so this is taking a lot of convincing, a lot of talking here. I know it's like a chess oh, game. Oh no, Mike! Oh, okay, Carl. Listen, an audience, you may want to turn around for this one scene. Is I'm going to give a heads up. This is the one scene everyone talks about, and it's all. There's the tongue being controlled by four crew members covered in latex, going right to her mouth. No, no. it's not. Again, my point is, 2BTV has this scene uncensored, if you want to watch it. So he licked her nipple. That's right, her nipple, Carl. It's all on the screen. <laughs> Gross. His big old tongue that keeps going like that. But I mean, like, but to touch her tongue, that would have been more repulsive. Oh, it's I was all doing, slimy. I was doing the bait and switch on you, Carl. I was saying, Carl, wouldn't that be disgusting? And you're like, yeah, thank God it's not going to happen. I'm like, psych, it's even worse than a kiss. <laughs> well, good move. Good move. You fooled me. Yeah. It's called research. All right. Well, you know what? I can't kill you guys right now. I got myself. I went to second base, right, Carl? <laughs> <laughs> <It's> gross. Grand <laughs> be all. They pulled it off. I'm just yeah, convinced like big my ongoing man. plans for world domination. Right, for a little, for a little romance. But I don't think he falls for it. I forget. Like, Yep, he doesn't. What just the? I torture as planned. But first, Chi-Chi. Now, um, Otis didn't want to do it. Will that play into, will he resist further, or you want me to wait and see? He will resist further. We saw the conflict, Myron trying to control his brother. Yeah. 
He's no Esperella or Esperella. Okay, so now we're still in this house, this three-story house, which, by the way, Myron's on the third floor. Okay. He's up He's up that staircase, and it happens to be a theater. And uh, I'll play this great joke coming up. And we're doing... This theater's been around... ...dramatic in... presentations here. Sometimes actors were brought in for private performances, as if for royalty. You might be interested to know that in 1859, John Wilkes Booth performed Hamlet on this very stage. Is that before or after he shot Lincoln? Before, before dummy. Before, you idiot. He was shot at. <laughs> right? Am I right? Yeah, what a dope. Duh. 19... First off, the giveaway is 1850. Don't even get me started. Okay, so they have a theater all of a sudden in their giant three-story uh, house. And they're forcing him, like, talk about more erotic. Otis is holding down bare-chested Lance with his hands. But why? And, and, must you watch. only see that as homoerotic if you are. Oh, no. It's completely platonic. They might just be platonic. And behind uh, Otis is uh, Esperella. And she's okay. popping. She's wearing her outfit and she's popping out. So that's the scene. And we're going to watch a uh, play so we'll about... Move. Okay, what's the we'll... play? Go ahead. Oh, Joan of Arc, Carlton. I was going to say, take a guess. It's Joan of Arc. I used to love that sitcom. Joan of Arc? Oh, terrific. It's Joan of Arc. You remember the OMD song? Joan of Arc. <laughs> I don't remember. You lived in a park. So oh, they're going to... He has these lobotomized uh, patients. They also, for his entertainment, they're going to put on a play. Okay. And they're going to put on Joan of Arc. And you know who's going to play Joan of Arc? Who? Probably a teenager, right? Because he was young. I'll give you a hint. How many women have okay. you seen in this movie so far? Well, we Is saw... The Waitress? It's right. not the Snow Woman. It's not the Zombies. The Zombie right. Snow Woman, no. all she says is snow. See, right, right there. It says snow over and over. Oh, I, I, I snow it. that. You, yeah. Well, you saw it at Snow Hotel, right? <laughs> It's the greatest snowman. You said uh, you didn't know and tell, but all right. There's the. Uh, I don't know if you know the story of Jonah Ark. It does not well, end well. Yeah, she's yeah. burnt at the stake in the. She's the original flaming martyr. Oh, she's a martyr, all right. She parts were marred there. Okay, uh, so so which it it can only be um, uh, Loretta. That's it's right. Be Loretta, and she's going to get burnt, burnt alive. And then ah. he's forced to watch it. Completely not homoerotic. That big bulking man is holding him while he sits there. It's not because he's holding him down. Okay. So he doesn't escape because he's they just, being controlled. They can't handcuff him? I guess they could handcuff him. Okay, so here comes the actors. And one thing I want you to take a look at. Look at what they're holding. They're holding their script. It's okay. typed as a script, Carl. It's not okay. like a play. It's like actual movie script. Oh, 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 okay. You know, the the formatting of it? Yes, right. It's centered. So, it's not the dots. and. Here's a guy who cranks out movies, directs oh. tons of movies, and he has a movie where they act and they have a movie script as, as a screen. A screen no, I should play. 
these zombies that say potato right. are now in the marketplace of huh? interesting Rome. is his brain Bring forth. that's right he's they've been operated on it and they now act the play of Joan of Arc and if they do wrong they get zapped by the collar around their neck oh which would probably wipe me out the first time I get my Adam's apple fried like that oh I would be tired I would yeah I would have to wear a uh, turtleneck the next day so it didn't look like a hickey's. <laughs> ah! No! Hickey! Save the line! Line! Ow! Okay, I'm Joan of Arc. <laughs> Start from the beginning. Man and God would speak you. Uh, what shall I speak? Royal robes of England, sworn enemy of France. Speak simply, girl. Thou stand not before man. Suddenly, we're, we're watching a play. Okay. That's the third act. That's funny how it kind of comes to a grinding halt, but no, they're going to terrorize us because she's going to be burnt at the stake. Right, we know where the end of this play is. She's going to be burnt alive, and he has to watch it. No, but... no, do they not know it? Lance knows it, right? Lance doesn't know it. Lance is not that clever. I mean, he he doesn't really know his. Joan I could of Arc. see people not jo knowing Joan of Arc, but it's the Bible. Is it, it in is... the Bible? No, it's not literally. It's Bible, it's Bible adjacent. Right, it's it's uh, right. It's like Christianity and associated with Catholicism. I guess she was a big fan of Christianity, if I remember my Joan of Arc book. <laughs> <laughs> do or die. Joan of Arc was do or die. I did a little bullhorn for some reason. All right, and they're doing a little stick. Like she's fantastic because she's going to do full on stick, and then she's going to be full frontal naked in the same scene. That's so, all your fault. So he's he's saying, I'm here for Charles Vi. And he's absolutely it's like Charles the Seventh. It's V I I. Come on, let's listen. Don't worry. I'm sure she'll get into the spirit of it as the drama unfolds. Enough of thy blasphemies, daughter okay. of Satan. Ooh, that is a the great. word of the rightful king. I order thee bound. Oh, we won't. Post we won't hear her again. She's gonna go. Oh, okay, I just wanted to hear her say her line. Oh yeah, well we heard a little bit earlier. She, you know, but the mm -hmm. the Charles Fi is a good one. I, I should have played that. Okay, so she does this really comedy gold, and then result they're gonna rip her top off. Rip her oh, up, or, so. but she's tied now, up. You know I'm all for boobs, but that seems unnecessary now that they put us in this play, right? Right. They shouldn't. Well, you know, if you read the playbill, they did say nudity. <laughs> I like it. Uh, boom. It's like you do five minutes set and you kill, and then you have to take <laughs> your clothes off. <laughs> I bombed at the end. Yeah. Oh, wait, she's saying her lines again. Okay. Oh, country maid, simple country maid. Oh, my soul is God's, and his angels will welcome me to paradise. 
know the secrets of my heart as no man. Hold it steady! Ever shall. Though flame shall consume me, my face shall not fail. It's great stick. Flame shall consume me. Flame consume me. Shit, Lance. Mr. Bogan, as you can see, we are wrapped. All right. The great double take. And the flame will. What? Flame will. What? Wait a Did he say. Honey! Did you read that right? You can burn your house down. Oh, the concern in my residence is no, you know. <laughs> thank you for the concern. Yeah, they're going to burn the house down. Actually, they would, wouldn't they? Yeah, and they're going to burn her first. They oh like God. their toasted oats. Toasted now, oats. Why isn't Lance freaking out to try to escape because... He's enjoying Otis's massage, his grip. <laughs> Oh he's also he just he he you know he had an affair on her so he's a little embarrassed he's she's saying don't burn me yet i, I could read more <laughs> you're out of lines all right here we go now in the, that video i watched with uh evil bong some guy burns his hand on the on a oven on a stovetop and they wow. use cgi and oh. for fire they had like fake cgi fire this is going to be practical effects. Yes, of course. Like, obviously, they didn't burn the place down. There's not going to be a fire. People are not going to be like, I can't talk in this room. There's a fire in the room. They're going to be like, there's a fire in the room. I'm going to continue talking. But Oh, my God. They're really going to do it? Right under her little feet, huh? I'm picking, but there's the fire in the room. How do they do it? A fake well, How do they do it? Okay, they here comes Otis. Closer. Okay, you were saying that Otis doesn't change crying? the heart. Not her. He's using his mind as Okay, and then once once now, the handcuffs, aka Otis, gets off of uh, the Wheeler steps Lance. in. Yeah, but it's too late. He's gonna knock Wheeler off. Oh no! Off he goes. How Myron's gonna get down the staircase? I don't know. Save pretty but girl. He does. He okay, gets so to the tip of it. He doesn't really uh, okay. descends on his own. Yeah, Wheeler's on. Wheeler, Wheeler, man. Oh! Ah! I'm yelling in your ear, Wheeler. Ah! <laughs> oh! Yelling in my ear is like six times worse. You, she's totally butt naked, right? Okay, now they're walking through the zombies, and who do they bump into? Loretta? Howard. What's going on here? It's the trucker. He's missing an eyeball. He's a lot what mellower. Here. They, they didn't kill him. They lobotomized him. His eyes are on the bottom? One eye. He, he is missing an eye, as it were. Missing an eye. I see. Yes. We all see. Otis. Okay, so uh, blows up, uh, Otis hits the self-destruct button, which causes fire. I'm, I'm not making really this up. There really is a self-destruct button of. His There's own something house? that causes a fire, like, and so he's burning the house down. Yeah, because what if the cops came and they they're going to discover like your underground that movie, prison? Um, conspiracy theory. Oh, it's been a while since I've seen that. Well, he has an apartment and, and like government agents comes and he presses a button and basically it burns everything 
All his eight. notes? All yeah. of Mel Gibson's precious conspiracy theories are burnt up before... Here we go. Oh, is that brains? Yeah. Myron? Yeah. Oh. Uh, shirtless guy thrown down the stairs. Shirtless. <laughs> shirtless Dave. Oh, my big head hurts. Now, we still have a couple of bad guys and bad ladies. Okay. Like Snow? Or Snow won't no, come back? No, Snow is done. Snow wasn't able to do her part. What the heck's yeah. going on around yeah, here? Yeah, tell me Beats out. the royal shit out of me, Howard. I gotta go. Okay. Yeah, okay. See you around. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of Lance I like. Uh-oh. Is yeah. she under brain control or not anymore? She, her pheromones are going right up his nostrils. Wait, no, but, now's not the time to think about sex. It's a burning house. It's time to leave. No, there's he's a, calling her. He's not even thinking there's a... Uh, uh, oh, there he is! 